0: This time on Pandavision, Jeff Randall, Matthew Westfox, and Ashley Coffin team up to take on the Umbrella Academy, season two, episode seven, Oga for Oga. All that and more right after this app we have no control over.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do
0: Welcome to PandaVision, the Stranded Panda Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the standalone TV shows that we love. My name is Jeff Randall. I'm Matthew S. Fox. I'm
1: Ashley Coffin.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Guys, we are, we're into season two so hard now. I know.
1: Oh, plots and storylines and, oh my.
0: (laughs) And all of them going every which way we didn't think they would. Yeah, this was a, quite an episode. You know, I
2: I don't think I thought we were going to be able to just go back in time immediately. I thought it would be kind of fun if we did. But um, did anyone see the Lila twist coming again? Because um, I'll admit, maybe in part because I just kind of was thinking they couldn't keep switching a on us. But i I didn't think Lila was going to be a turncoat again.
1: I don't know. I always kind of felt like she really did like him.
2: I, well, that's what I mean. I thought so, too. So when she like betrays him to bring him back to, the, to her mom, I was definitely like,
0: wait, really?
1: Oh, I think she's going to make him her number one guy. She's like, I get to pick my own staff. And she brought him back.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just whether or not the staff is aware of that picking.
1: Yeah. She's crazy. So, okay. But, I'll, you know, she likes, I, I don't know. I think it was kind of cute. <laughs> cute.
2: So this is not her betraying him. This is, oh, he's a nice pet. I want to keep him. And right. forgets about the, I should ask him if he wants to be kept apart. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, given her mother, that's a perfectly fair thing for her to have not learned. This is,
0: this is a Pepe Le Pew kind of thing.
2: <laughs> I like that. I like that.
0: And I love that it's a role reversal. And he's just like, ho, 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 whoa. Like, or rather not role reversal, but a, a gender reversal of those roles. Yeah. yeah. I'm your what? <laughs> yeah. This is Diego. He's my boyfriend. Uh, excuse me. <laughs>
2: It's like, where do you even start? Let's start in the lovely town of Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And let me just get a generational check first. If I say the words Oshkosh-Bagosh, does that mean anything to either of you? It is. Hell yeah. It is
0: a memory from my childhood. (laughs)
1: Overalls.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I cannot think of the town Oshkosh without thinking of Oshkosh-Bagosh, the uh, slogan for the overall company. I don't think anybody (laughs) can. Now perhaps I'm going to think of badly working um, vending machines and really gratuitously bloody murders
0: yes yeah. axe murder. I
1: loved that opening scene my goodness we finally get to see how good five is at his job
0: mm-hmm. yeah I don't know that I was okay with that though like yeah. he had that rage at the vending machine just out of nowhere and then took that oh, straight into have, have axe
2: you murder if you, you had a vending machine not give you your your thing I, I've definitely felt that rage <laughs>
1: He needed to pump himself up for what he was about to do. Yeah. And if he, you know, had to start with the vending machine.
0: And I love that there were repercussions for it. I
2: know. That, that somehow the woman like does not notice the numerous bloody bodies, but she just tackles him saying you're going to pay for that vending machine. Yes.
0: I love that she started out with Ufta, you, you snuck up on me there.
2: I didn't think UFTA was a real thing until I moved to Wisconsin and then to Minnesota. And yeah, especially in the northern parts,
0: it is a word people say. Yep. It is a thing. And it's shocking when you
1: hear it. You have got some weird talk up there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Jeff, you were saying you, you you did not quite
2: like this character turn for number five?
0: Yeah, I mean, the the rage at the vending machine came out of nowhere for me. And him being just so willing... To to go in there and commit twelve counts of murder all at once is yeah um a little extreme, I think, but you know, it he's trying to he's trying to save his family
1: and he's exasperated all his other options though. And you know, he even says it when he comes out, like I did this for my family, this is it, I'm done.
2: Yeah. I I would have liked I felt like I was a bit confused on it because We know that he hates the commission, and I I feel like the way it makes at least a little bit of sense in my head is if he also believes, like, I I have trouble thinking he would just commit cold-blooded murder against 12 random people to save things, because that's the whole point. That's why he left the commission, was he didn't want to do that, and so if we had more of a sense of, like, these 12 people are responsible for awful, awful things the commission's doing... I. I kind of wanted something like that, because I think like you, Jeff, I was, you know, I get why he's doing it, but it was still very hard to watch him just murder these people, especially they all just kept sitting in their seats and kind of waiting for it to happen, which I I didn't really understand.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were just like, oh, no, he won't come over. He came over. Like, (laughs) move, man, like leave.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. They were all pretty bad people. I mean. As far as we've been brought to, you know, what, what possible know evidence about do them? we have for
2: that? Because it might all be the handler Plus, telling him to. do
1: Minority report is not, you know, you can't live life by that <laughs> by like killing people before they've done the thing that you think they're going to do. Just because you've seen the future, you don't know what they're going. I don't know. I see them all as bad people.
0: <laughs> that that's fair. You know what?
2: And, and at sure. least the fish
1: man didn't die. No, he's in a cute little bowl now. <laughs>
0: I thought we were gonna get so much more out of him.
1: Yeah, AJ.
0: <laughs> Good old AJ with his umbrella eye.
2: Did it? See, did any of you wonder if the tw- like? Because we've now had two secretive groups of twelve. Did any of you wonder if we were gonna get to the board meeting and find that it's the same twelve that Hargreaves
0: is a part of? Oh, or- I was, I was I, so one hundred percent expecting mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then that was not it. Feel let down. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm kind of glad it wasn't, but it's like, how many more groups of 12 do we need? Like, that better be it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Stop here. (laughs) There's only 24 (laughs) people. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. It it definitely felt like there was a, it, it made me feel like the fish thing was a gimmick instead of an interesting plot thing. And, um, Jeff, I know you've now read some of the comics. Is the fish thing from the comics?
0: Uh, it is actually, it's, um, it's who the handler is a substitute for um okay the fishbowl head guy uh, is carmichael is his name in the comics and he is effectively just the guy that runs the commission uh that is hunting five and okay that is literally all we know about him and or the commission like everything that's in the show Mm -hmm. the whole all of the storylines with cha-cha and hazel all of it was made up for the show
2: wow okay so, I'm already kind of frustrated that it's not giving us anything, but at least it's giving us more than the comics did, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chacha and Hazel in the comics are just a pair of psychopath murderers,
2: interesting I mean, they're time
0: traveling okay. psychopath murderers, but they are just like they're they have an addiction to sugar, they love murder and torture, and um, they blew up the planet with all of the nuclear weapons that existed for funsies
2: oh okay that's That's a rather different take on that wow
0: yeah when i was reading through that i was like i didn't want this i didn't want any of this why do i know this now i hate it
2: yeah i mean isn't that what this whole show is about like the problems of knowledge and ignorance and all that sort of good stuff (laughs)
0: yeah
1: so fitting
0: yeah i mean the show like honestly the show is so much better than what i read of of the comic i didn't read the, the actual comics i read the like uh, the plot synopses for each of the books, and was just like, "Okay, I'm done after two arcs. I don't want to read anymore."
2: I'm sure the art and like the dialogue and stuff makes it worth it, but yeah, I can understand why reading the synopsis would not <laughs> key in. So, what, what's the best? Why don't we just kind of go through each character and talk about their arc? Yes. Um, let, so Luther. Um, kind of start with him because he doesn't really have much. I mean, he he has this kind of reconnection with Allison. Um, and he at least is part of the final plan um to try and get things together. Um yeah, they only have 90 minutes. Right. Um what what's kind of your take on uh what we see of Luther this episode?
0: <laughs> I love that uh that he actually like he has so many times where he sort of has a brain but then he throws it away like immediately. <laughs> like
1: when... I was like at least he's getting funnier. Yeah. I can appreciate that they're doing something with him there.
0: Yeah, when <laughs> Diego is like this is the feds
1: oh they're so dumb the two of them together <laughs> are just the worst and he's like no no it's why would it, it if it were the feds they
0: would have taken him somewhere and asked him questions they wouldn't have just done this and and then they were like let's go look up in the phone book
1: it's somebody's Olga name
0: <laughs> Olga Faroga
2: Olga <laughs> Faroga and, like, and that poor two. woman who just got this phone call. Like, you are going
0: to be dead by sundown.
1: <laughs> by the way, wrong number. Sorry, sorry, wrong number. I was like, you idiots. And like he looks at Diego
0: and is like, we would have gotten there. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. For all their
2: talk about not interrupting the timeline, they're not. They're they're kind of leaving a big footprint here in Dallas yeah, in 1960. Yeah.
0: yeah, they are. They to go.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, like. Luther has a little bit of a brain drops his brain off somewhere else. And then (laughs) kind of picks it back up when he needs to be sort of a leader. Excuse me. But like, I I remember there being one time where I thought, wow, Luther's actually like taking the reins and, and, and being like a competent leader for a second. And then Uh he was like, not shown again for the rest of the episode.
2: At this point, I have no (laughs) idea why they don't just make Alison the leader. Right. Like, I, a five is the smartest of them, but also by far the most obnoxious. And like, again, I was saying he hasn't learned any lessons. He still isn't willing to talk to them beforehand. Like, you know, how much easier would it have been if he would said, guys, I have to go do this terrible thing, but we all need to be waiting at this time when I get back. He is still so much being his own person and not trying in any way to work with anyone. Allison Lee seems to have some understanding of teamwork and dynamics and like leadership. It's time to just make Allison the leader.
0: She's going through it. She's, she's got a lot on her plate right now. Yeah. And God telling, telling everybody that you've got, like you've got 90 minutes to meet here and then we're leaving. Like, and then we have to like, we're out of this timeline. You don't ever get to see these people again. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. I guess for Diego and for Luther, because they don't really have any connections. They don't really have any ties yeah. to any of these people mm-hmm. in 1963. But like, Allison is starting a family. Vanya is like blossoming love klaus has a cult.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminded me a lot of um the Tony Stark perspective in um Endgame. As well as actually Mac in uh, um Agents of Shield when he's in the framework, you know, that it, it it gets into this interesting question of you get stuck in the quote-unquote wrong timeline and in theory like none of this matters, but now you start to build some real connections. You know, you you Get married. You have a cult. You have followers. You have like friends, and and this real question like what does it mean to just jump out of that and to leave all of that? Um, I I I wish we'd had some more time to explore that, but I get why they wanted to give the time pressure. But I think it's 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 a really hard question. Of, like, do you stay? Do you leave? What do you do?
1: And how do you even explain to the people like Vanya just keeps telling Sissy to come with her, but hasn't exactly explained what's going on. Like that that lady doesn't look like she's gonna take this very well. Right. Yeah. And you haven't even like brought it up to her yet. At least Ray has an idea of, of kind of what's going on. Oh and
0: that man so strong. God, he's ah mm. Ray saying my fight is here. I have to do my part here now yeah. so that you guys can do your part later. Like, oh man. Ray, mm. you're breaking my heart.
2: And oh yeah, yeah. but but it's a good point, you know, and in some ways I feel like it's because Allison has inspired him, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. almost. Which is the worst part. And uh, he says, I would rather, I would rather have a year with you than a lifetime with anybody else. Yeah, And I'm like. <gasps> and,
2: and the moment that got me was connected, but also shows where Allison's coming from, where. The first thing she thinks when Luther says you have to go, it's not, you know, she gets to thinking, what about Ray? But her first thought is, I can see Claire again. Um, and I was
1: really happy about that.
2: Right? Because like, she hasn't said a word about it all season, but it reminded mm-hmm. you like this whole time it must be breaking her heart that she can't go mm-hmm. back and see her daughter, who she already had this terrible, strained relationship with, you know, or because of her death, the daughter's dad. So, yeah, I thought that was a great moment for Allison.
1: It's probably the only thing that could get her to go back.
0: Yeah. I, that's true. I mean, considering, uh, even though they're going through, um, the civil rights movement and, you know, getting beaten on a regular basis, like they still have love and she has a really great guy there who,
1: and she tells him like, it's, it's not, it doesn't get like, it gets better, but not that much better. Like we're still fighting this fight in 2019. Yeah,
0: Obvious social commentary aside, like that was still really, really touching. Like, Mm. you you kind of see the almost defeat like damn man we we don't just solve it all at once we don't have a a you know a turnaround of like we got it yeah it's it's a long mm. and hard and arduous fight and it yeah. hurts it, i
2: i like this episode a lot because it, it reminded me of what i think is best about umbrella academy which i kind of think had gotten lost in the last couple episodes but it's this idea of this is interested in the stuff that most superhero stories don't tell you, you know, like our heroes will sometimes jump into a time period, do some things, jump out. We never really think about what's going to happen to the people they left behind. You know, we never really think about all these sort of collateral issues that Umbrella Academy dives deep into. Um, and, and even with like Klaus's uh, cult, you know, it's presented mostly for humor and for good reason. It's hilarious. But, mm-hmm. but there were like, you know, when that, I keep wanting to call him Kleenex. Um, what's the guy who cleanser, cleaner?
1: Yeah. I didn't pay attention. Whoever <laughs> it
2: is though. I mean, he's got a real story, you know, he's someone who yeah. really gave everything up to be part of this cult and now his life is going to be shattered. And that's, I, I love those kind of moments where it's like, yeah, it's hilarious. That he's got this cult, but also, you know, here's what he's doing. Um, I, I also just got to say about Klaus, like all, let's talk about all this stuff with him and Ben. Cause that's fantastic. But first, yeah. um, I've been, I used to be a pastor, and I went to grad school, and granted, you know, Christianity has its own particular ideas of what uh, the leader of a religious movement should be, but I've, you know, we, we studied texts from many other religions and many other kinds of ideas of clergy and things like that, and there's one kind of, like, fairly complex esoteric concept of clergy ethics that gets talked about a lot, but it can pretty easily be, be dialed down to what one particular professor said to me, which is, you don't fuck the flock. Um, like,
1: but most cult leaders do. I know, and it's so wrong. Like, but that's what makes it a cult, not a religion.
2: Well, like it doesn't happen in religion, I'm afraid to say. But still. Well, like, I
1: mean, but they're a little bit more hush-hush about it. Than, I mean, you know. Jeff, you and I and Matt were talking
2: about the um, uh, ethics of sleeping with people if you're a superhero and can of consent. C- can we agree that maybe if you look to someone as your spiritual leader and the prophet and the guide to all things worldly – maybe you don't have the ability to fully consent to sex with
0: him. Uh, yeah. that's. I think that that might if be you're a discussion the for another podcast.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying it's part of
0: this. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's part of that discussion that needs to be had somewhere else. Yeah.
1: You guys are watching these mature adult shows like the boys like this one. So anybody who's on these are prepared for more of a mature adult kind of conversation. You know, this isn't a PG avengers movie it's not shield you know people who are watching these are are up for mature adult content so don't i just say don't be afraid to to dive a little deeper into those even if this isn't the moment just throwing that out there
0: (laughs) okay okay the guy's name was kichi by the way kichi Here we go go. and um i'm i really want to see the ritual of kichi blessing the sex swing
1: (laughs) oh god i don't i don't (laughs)
2: I'm not sure that they sold something called a sex wing in 1960, um,
1: but you know. I hope he invented it
2: <laughs> possible. I mean, certainly I mean, at this point do like, you know, three girls singing in church get the name Destiny's Child because they've heard about it from this cult. Like, how deep are we going on all this time travel stuff? Yes.
1: Oh, so deep. <laughs> when he's using Backstreet Boys songs, you're at an all time low when you think to go to quote a Backstreet Boys song.
0: I know that there are a couple of people who might disagree with you.
1: I'll take it. But you think of all the other songs like if, that you could quote to just blow people's minds with. And you went with Backstreet's back. I guess it is very Klaus of him.
2: I mean, I don't think Klaus is writing much in the the deep thinking part of his world at this well, point. That was well, also you know, it wasn't Klaus, was, was ben.
0: it
1: Ben? Yeah. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> I take it back.
2: I have to say, I think the most touching moment of this episode, even with all that stuff about Allison, is is Diego getting to hug Ben.
0: Oh man, yeah, that
2: was such a beautiful little moment. A, I love the Teddy Ruxpin uh, throw, uh, throw out line, <laughs> but also just that moment where Diego realizes who it is and gives him a hug. Like, it, it makes you really wonder, like, what, what you know was Ben one of the few people who like Diego felt close to as a kid, and how much did Ben's dying like affect Diego? I mean, there's just so much that went into that one moment.
0: The way that his face just turns from like, I completely do not believe you and just melts away into, oh my God, holy shit, how can you be right here? And his hands go up to his mouth and then he just embraces him. Uh, it's That is David Castaneda being a phenomenal actor again. This guy is so good.
1: Yeah. He was like, Luther sniffs dad's underwear.
0: Yep.
2: Ellen Page has the biggest resume, and she's been pretty good for sure. But but right now, it's David who's blowing me away.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He is.
0: He's killing it. He is killing it. The last frame of him going, what? (laughs) 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 Kills me. Kills
1: me. So
2: confused. He has no idea.
1: He's a beautiful tropical fish. So cute. (laughs) So dumb.
2: Yep. So, so let's talk about what gets up to that point. What do you think of the uh, coup d'état by the handler?
1: I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, I'm. Mm, I, I I feel like whenever she was giving her speech in the in the foyer, the grand hall, if you will, grand. um, I feel like she was gonna start just immediately, like I we know it was number five that did this. We gotta kill that son of a bitch and like rile up everybody to to go and get him. But instead, she was just like, grief counseling is available, but we're not going to pay for it because that's it's out of our network.
1: Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And everybody seemed like they're not they're not cool with this. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't coy at all. Yeah, I, I think her
2: leadership is going to last maybe five minutes, maybe 10. I find myself finding it very hard to care about that plot line when there's so many other things going on that we're not getting answers about that I just feel like it's a waste of time yeah um like we're getting but, to
0: see diego reunited with his long lost dead brother who uh he thought that wasn't time traveling with them also wasn't able to come out and speak and we get those incredibly touching moments and then they're just like oh but there's also uh this thing where uh, no one cares we just made it up
2: <laughs> the thing that i liked about it though and I, i've commented before about how this show goes into the idea of like It's almost sort of like superheroes in the office. (laughs) And then just like, there's a lot of these moments that are just so mundane, but kind of like a nice, like, yeah, that happens in real life. So, watching her about to give this speech where she's going to like announce her takeover and pretty much tell people that she killed them all and like unleash her, you know, nefarious plan. But first, she has feedback because everyone does when they try to use one of those stupid loudspeakers. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that moment made me really happy. I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm here for the show, even if it's this stupid plot line that I couldn't care less about, right?
1: <laughs> and she's like, "Questions?" And like five people raise their hands and she just ghosts them. <laughs>
2: Walks right away. So, so yeah, so let's talk about Vanya because this is also a hard hard uh plot line. Um Oh man. Yeah.
1: knew something like this was going to happen and I'm glad it was a little less mild than I expected.
2: Yeah, I mean, first of all, like I would said at the end of last episode, You know, I really need them to show us the husband doing something truly terrible if we're supposed to justify, like, you know, just completely abandoning him and and treating him like a straight villain. Well, he did that for us. Like, he checked off that box perfectly well.
1: We're sniffing these scumbags out like truffle pigs, guys. (laughs) Right away.
0: The the imagery. The imagery of the truffle pig was...
1: I like, I like to paint a nice picture.
0: Yeah, you did a great job there. It really <laughs> sold it for me because I was like, I I know what a truffle pig looks like and does.
1: Me and Matthew Carroll in the first episode, we were like, we don't like Carl at all. We have no reason to do this. He's like, yeah, I don't like him either. I'm like, yeah, that guy stinks. He's going to be shit. We were like, maybe he's going to cause the apocalypse.
2: <laughs> he's the true truffle pig. He's the truffle. We're yeah. truffle pigs. Get it right, man. Okay, okay. I, I don't like mushrooms. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I'm, so I'm glad we got him evil. I'm still, though, I, I get where Vanya's coming from, and I get the the urgency. Everything about she does, though, this episode, I found I had a problem with. Like, first of all, the conversation with Five about, like, how they're insignificant. Um, Isn't the whole point of this that nothing is? Like, I I mean, I, I, I suppose that, like, even if, like, outside the show, like, we the watchers are supposed to think that the timeline is meaningless and just hashtag time shenanigans the The fact that the characters are so willing to do the same too to just be like you know nope i like this person yolo they're coming back with me um i, I just wish someone would have any idea how time was supposed to work and try to give us some rules that somebody would
0: follow rather than just <laughs> yelling at them that we have to go they can't come yeah because i said so
2: like five and vanya's fight neither one of them has any idea what they're
1: talking about yeah yeah i guess the urgency is what gives you know you you see it in five's way a little bit because what's he's like you have 90 minutes you don't have time to poo poo it for everybody and he doesn't even know if he can bring all these other people and they're all going to be dead in six days or where are we at four days i think maybe the best
2: way to put it is i feel like this was somewhat true last season but i think it's also true this season this season could deal with maybe three or four plot lines but it's trying to give us six or seven um You know, I feel like if we'd had two or three more scenes between Vanya and Sissy, where Sissy really gets to talk about how stuck she feels and how she's ready to leave at a moment's notice and something like that, you know, I I would have, that scene would have resonated more for me. But I, I I, I kind of feel like Vanya was bullying her and and at least the way I watch Mm -hmm. it because I, you know, we've seen Carl be at his worst in a way that Sissy didn't see and maybe she's already seen it and that's certainly possible, but... Um, the way I'm seeing it, I could easily imagine, you know, Sissy getting to 2009 or 2019, whatever it is. And then a couple days later being like, wait, what did I do? You know, um, not, Mm -hmm. not that she's going to freak out. Right. Not even that Carl was that great, but like, what about her family? What about any other community she had? And I, I feel like if we'd had some more time for Vanya and Sissy to establish that Sissy has nothing holding her there, like that would make a lot more sense. But it, the show is just trying to do
1: too much. And she doesn't even know, like, what if she gets there and she says, no, what a waste of time.
0: Yeah. I mean, she is balking so much at the fact or at the idea of just leaving the house away from Carl, like going to a different timeline is completely beyond her realm of, of understanding. We're not
1: just leaving Dallas. Yeah. (laughs)
0: We're not just leaving Dallas. We're going, we're going way out where we're going. We don't need Dallas.
2: <laughs> we don't need Dallas. Oh, how
1: much, how great would it be if Christopher
2: Lloyd showed up in some way? Like, that That would somehow make no sense, but make it all make sense. Um, but Just drives
1: by in waves.
2: Just, just drives up in the DeLorean. Just to say, you know, look, we're, we're totally jumped the shark now. Um, but no, one more serious point about Sissy... You know, one of the things I think we've established with her character is that she's a person who's been bullied, you know, all of her life, certainly with Carl, probably before that. You know, she's never really given the chance to make her own decisions. She's just always been told what to do by others. Um, And I think what they're trying to go for is the idea that she can make the decision herself. But because it's so rushed, and maybe, maybe the writers know this, it feels to me like Vanya is just one more person telling her what to do.
1: No, I agree with you there. You can definitely see it. And I don't think Vanya really understands, uh, since she lost her memories and never really could deal with emotions, like, I don't, I don't know how she would even know how to handle any of this or what to do. She seems to be doing it well uh, on the outside, but then she has these little outbursts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how she didn't see that last guy. That really upset me. Come on, Vanya, you have one job, and it's to blast everybody. <laughs> And you missed one.
0: Well, that was just the uh the guy that she hit with the door. He he fell down but wasn't knocked out.
2: Yeah, we're supposed to think that like hitting her with the butt of the rifle was like the last thing he could do cuz then he falls over too.
1: Oh, do you think she's going to get her memory back?
0: Oh, cognitive recalibration. Oh, yeah, dear lord.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that- <laughs> It's about that time for it. <laughs>
0: She's gonna get her memory back and go full white violin.
2: I can't wait for that. That sounds just peachy.
1: <laughs> so you also probably can't wait for when five's gonna go back seconds and keep fixing things over and over again, <laughs> just like Reggie told him to. Oh my god, what if it, what if we don't have this whole day all over again? Dude, that's that is what it felt like going into this episode. Do you guys didn't feel that?
0: Oh, like this was the day that the day that wasn't?
1: Mm-hmm. Especially after what Sir Reginald said to him, like, you're thinking in years you need to think in, think in seconds, in minutes.
0: So much can happen within a few seconds.
1: hmm Yeah. So he's going to have to, like, go back and fix every little thing? Like, is that where we're going?
2: Oh, God. The, the, can't, the radio, the podcast won't capture my um, eye rolls. Let me just make sure I can say this properly.
1: I think I got a headache <sighs> from it.
0: <laughs> Long, drawn out exasperated sigh.
2: (laughs) I know I'm most vocally negative, but I'm glad we're at least all mostly on the same page here.
1: I might be wrong, right? We might be
2: wrong. Uh, You're
1: going to throw us for a loop. mm,
2: I didn't even think of it, but now I don't think there's anything else that's possible.
0: You know what's going to happen, though? You know what's going to be the worst part about it? Is that there's going to be... There's going to be a build-up of multiple fives all trying to fix... All trying to work together to fix something. That's what's going to happen. When it goes back a couple of seconds, I guarantee it.:
1: Oh God, I don't think I can handle that many cute pairs of shorts. <laughs> also, I mean, are, I, I think by now,
2: any pretense that the handler isn't overtly flirting with him went out the window with, "Wow, you're really starting to fill out those shorts?"
0: I think that that's:
1: just I think her she's fucking just a him. trash mouth like me.
0: Yeah, 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 I think she's I think my kind of gal.: like, She's just fucking with him the whole time.
2: <laughs> yeah and I, and I guess she know she knew him not as a 14 year old so
0: it sort of makes sense from her but it's still super creepy i mean if somebody got themselves stuck in a younger version of themselves like not not even like this is me of my prime but like mm-hmm. i am now 15 14 15 again and
1: oh like a dave like dave
0: <laughs> yeah if um, if somebody got themselves stuck like that and you knew them and you had one of those kind of relationships where you're kind of, you, oh, you yeah. know, you nip at each other a little bit, you, you know, you would do that to them. You would be picking them apart all the time. Oh, look at your cute little socks.
2: <laughs> it makes sense from the character. It's just super creepy to watch on screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah. I love her. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. I've seen worse. Nathaniel Muzzy was right. I have a a deep love for the handler.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're testing out our thirst traps. Yeah. yeah,
2: she she's definitely a fun character. Um, I, yeah, she she. I liked her a lot more last season than this season. She seems just kind of like same old, same old. But there, there definitely are some great moments from her.
1: He, I didn't put together the whole fish scene in the pet store until this one, like with the kid. Like I get she was just in a pet store, but I didn't put like the two and two together with like wanting to put that guy on her desk and like knowing like fish really hate it. When you tap on their ball. Oh, yeah. Like that all kind of came together for me in this episode. I was like, ah, I see you, girl. Well, that's I, hilarious. I forgot.
2: Did she specifically tell Five not to kill Fishman? Or was that just like a happy coincidence for her?
0: I think that was just a happy coincidence for her. Okay. Because she was just like, kill all of these people.
1: <laughs> and he, ta-da!
0: And he's like, here's a fish. And she's like, wee! <laughs> I'm yeah. so happy. Like she was like, AJ! <laughs> so weird yeah
2: it was different we could say that much so what did you think about this episode overall
0: overall i i was torn because like some really solid character moments happened but some really crazy stuff that made no sense also happened yeah and (laughs) I love it. I mean, like, we got character moments from Allison and Ray, and then, like, she rumored the guy to kill his own brother. (gasps) Oh, we didn't even talk about that. They busted and punched her in the throat. Oh, Uh, and, like, it was so brutal. And once he realized what he did, he just ran out of the house screaming. Uh, Though, again, Allison,
2: don't leave him alive. Like, because you now... A hundred percent agree with that. What no, are you doing? There's no way in the world he doesn't come back to be a major problem in one of the last episodes. Like it's right. just, it would be impossible.
0: Like all of the, okay, <laughs> God, this is a dumb joke, but I'm gonna, I'm committed to it at this point. Like the Swedes have a certain amount of power, and for each one that dies, the power goes into the rest of them. So he's like the the super Swede at this point. Like you needed <laughs> to get him to take himself out right then. <laughs>
1: I have all of the Sith. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: heard. I heard a rumor that you killed your brother and then yourself. Done. Yeah. End it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: done. That is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, she was trying to get like she saw a singular problem in front of her and wanted to solve that. I don't mm-hmm. think she was long game in it.
2: You know, when you talk about strategy, I like that the Swedes had figured out, you know, okay, if you're going up against the woman who has like the power of mind control, the first thing you do is like take out her voice. Yeah, um, take out yeah. that
0: mind control. Yeah. That was a brilliant little moment. Yeah.
2: But yeah, um, no, I I, I was I, I,
1: worried I, for Raymond. I thought they were gonna kill him.
2: Yeah. I I'm just glad to hear that you're you're having mixed feelings too, because I'm 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 enjoying a lot of things. I'm I'm definitely getting more and more frustrated and more and more like they're they're just adding more mysteries and not I mean, we, you know, we had this amazing scene with Hargreaves, and nothing. This, do you think we're just done with Hargreaves? I'm I mean, sure there's gonna be some
1: big um, follow up, but I don't know. Like, I, I, he'll come back. We're definitely gonna get to Kennedy's assassination day. Yeah, like I have to.
2: I think this is the first time where I'm not super excited to watch the next episode. Like, I'm going to, of course. I'm sure the stuff mm-hmm. I'm liking it, and I, I'm curious, but I. I'm now at the point where I feel like the the writers have done me dirty so many times about not answering things or not having things make sense that I'm, I'm no longer holding out the idea that like, oh yeah, all this is going to get wrapped up by the end. It's all going to be great.
1: Baby, get yourself into a Fox X-Men movie state of mind. Just (laughs) let it
2: happen. I can do that. I can do that. (laughs) hey listen we're talking about the we're talking about a star wars prequel tomorrow so clearly that's that is a mindset i can get myself into
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm going to be a lot more critical when we do our recap um but i just really enjoying any kind of new content right now that's fair. Uh, i really enjoyed uh the ben klaus dynamic of you know what's happening with them and trying to rip each other out of the body and then having the full-on exorcist moment oh yeah
2: when ben gets <laughs> to, like just do those things of like putting his feet in the dirt and um mm-hmm. you know oh. rolling in the grass and smelling her hair and um <laughs> that poor moment where ben clearly has this this woman built up as like this total like you know innocent you know creature of light and then he finds out, you know, Klaus has been having threesomes with her and stuff like I that. Know.
1: She's like, aren't you ready for me, Daddy? He's like, huh? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. He's like, Klaus, you son of a bitch.
0: I loved yeah. it. I loved that twist. And she seemed so innocent and pure. And well, but that's the thing is, remember, they taught them that sex isn't dirty. That
2: sex is just, which, which I, you know, I, I'm all for those kind of ideas. Just maybe not yeah. in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, don't fuck the flock. Basic rule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm excited that, like, we have three more, so if anything, stuff's about to get out of control.
0: Yeah. Well, Great. Let,
2: let's wrap up with that. What are our predictions for the next couple episodes? Uh, a lot of
1: time jumps.
0: Prepare to see a bunch of fives. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. Really? That's not just our joke? That's actually what's going to happen?
0: No, I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh,
1: God. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, what do you think, Matthew? Um
2: I certainly hope we don't get like another day of eraser uh Eraser um Erasure is a great band, but anyway, um like it was funny there was a moment I think it was this episode, maybe it was last episode, but where they mentioned that um Allison and Luther have never kissed, and I had a moment of like, no, that's not true. You t- oh, that happened on the day that didn't happen. never mind I know, um
0: it's womp, so womp, sad. Womp. and I just.
2: I don't want that. Um, I have to assume there's going to be some kind of tension, and Sissy's going to like be freaked out by Vanya, and she's going to run back to Carl, and Carl's going to be upset at her, and she's going to realize that <sighs> Carl's actually an abusive asshole, and Vanya's going to have to go rescue her. Um, oh, where
1: are they taking Vanya?
2: Well, that's the thing is, I don't. I think Sissy. I think when they left it, Sissy was the only one conscious. Oh, did they? They did the cops drive away? They didn't take her. No, are the ones. I think what we saw was that. Vanya pretty much knocked out all the cops, but one of them had like just enough energy to like, you know, rifle her in the head before he passed out as well.
1: Okay. I, was a shotgun, I thought but... he was still up. I was real worried.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I think again. I have no idea, but um, yeah. So I think we're going to get that. Um, I don't know. I, as for what's going to actually happen with the, with Hargreaves and, and, and JFK's assassination and doomsday. I, I got no idea. I'm
1: oh, didn't Ray say he uh, he's going to meet with Kennedy when he comes. So they're strategically putting all of our chess pieces together. Uh,
0: I don't think it was Kennedy. I think it was the AG, but still like people uh. people in power.
2: Right. Well, Robert Kennedy, John's brother, is the um Attorney General at this point. Um and uh, so that's and, okay. and he was the person who's doing a lot with civil rights. Um I don't think he went on that trip with Kennedy to to, De- to, to Dallas, but
0: maybe he did. Hmm. Um oh no
1: let's go find out
0: <laughs> so um uh, like in watching the the closing moments of the episode again um just on on silent now the the cop that rifle butts her he hits her and then just stands there staring at her as sissy oh, runs I'm, up okay.
1: yeah he, they're gonna take her and she's gonna kill everyone at oh the it's an overhead station. shot so i thought he'd fe- he'd fell down but i guess now you're oh, right oh my gosh. Definitely gonna have all of her memories back, and she's gonna come out of there full Dark Phoenix. No, yeah. no let's do this. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> she's
2: breaking the... all
0: the glasses.
2: Oh, please, oh great God of Netflix, please don't make that happen. Please have an it... have an original thought. You can do it. I promise you can.
0: <laughs> nope. Let's go watch the next one.
2: Let's do it. Um, Fans, what do you all think? Um, Hopefully you have a little bit more optimism, certainly than me, and maybe even than Jeff. Um, Are you on Team Ashley and and (laughs) excited for these last couple episodes? Um, Do you have some doubts and some hopes? Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, uh, email, all that's on the website, which you can find at strandedpanda.com, along with information about all the other great things that are happening in the Stranded Panda Podcast Network. Uh, And that's podcasts about the MCU, the DC Universe, Star Wars, Star Trek, ethical questions, all sorts of other great things, and the musical stylings of Matthew Carroll. So, a lot of great things. Please check all them out. If you're enjoying Pandavision, please give us a review. It's always a great way to help other people find out about it, help get others in the conversation. So, I'm having myself, everybody involved. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: And remember, we'll be watching. Bye. Thank you for listening to Pandavision. We are a member of the Stranded Panda Network. For all of our podcasts and other creative geeky projects, check out strandedpanda.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring: a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
2: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW reward Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.